Glory, 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 glory. So much going on today, so rich. Enter the white rose realm, the canopy of the Virgin King Jesus Christ. Virgin love and the extravagant glory, going from love glory to extravagant love glory. A newer and fresher and more refined realm today, going from red roses to white roses today. It's all opening up. The perfection of the King, the perfection of His love, all the little fine-tuning, fine details. It's really beautiful. Glory to glory to glory, and the glory refines you. you. Just stay drinking, get out of your thinker, stay in your drinker, and just be refined in your heart. And don't cling and hold on to yesterday's manna, even though yesterday was, like, awesome. You know, you'd be in the love glory, and people will be so desperate, they'll cling to that realm, and then the next day it'll be double. That's how fast the acceleration is in divine love. So you have to be really open to growing, especially in this really accelerated, extravagant glory. God's turning it up. I've seen visions of Queen Elizabeth and Renaissance and the arts just exploding as people get out of their heads and into their hearts. The Father will glorify your hearts and you'll come out of the curse of living in your soul and start living in heaven in your heart. That's the Renaissance. That's the Great Awakening. Is people that are such laid down lovers that they've built up everyone's hearts around them to be totally decapitated. If you love someone, you'll chop their head off. It's true. Not physically, spiritually. Three stages of awakening. The sacrifice of the flesh, which is terrestrial deliverance. The sacrifice of the soul, which is celestial deliverance. And the sacrifice of your spirit, which is the formation of Father God. Amen? Most people are at the sacrifice of flesh level. Like 99% of Christians in the world right now are at the sacrifice of flesh level. But you are the vanguard of Joel's army. That's who you are today. You know exactly who you are. And don't even give me that false humility crap. You are the greatest men and women on planet Earth. And I don't say that in pride. I say it in honor because it's true. That's how heaven sees you. And I'd be a liar to say otherwise. Heaven sees you as the vanguard of Joel's army. The headship of the bride of Christ. It's true. If you're listening to me today, you're like the first fruit offering of tabernacles in the full manifestation of the tabernacle of David, which comes forth now. You're the first fruits. And the first fruits of America will reap the first fruits of the harvest of Africa. I was on video today with our media manager that's doing all of our target marketing. We've hit in the last week a thousand members of the occult and 17% of them watched all the video, the entire advertisement. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Listen, we've been, we've been whacking people with video for like 12 years. I've never heard of people, of that many people. Christians watch about 10% at most. Mostly it's like 3%. The occult is so thirsty and hungry right now. We're targeting the occult big time right now. We had 17% of people that got our Google ads on YouTube. We're taking our videos and doing target marketing to people that are interested in Satanism and the occult and witchcraft and whatever and just whacking them with the high glory dimension 
and they're so thirsty. I know for a fact, when I was in the occult, if I had ever been exposed to someone like me, I would have immediately repented. Because this is what I was looking for the whole time. And, and these people are repenting, they're changing, they're getting hit. They're getting hit, they're getting thirsty. It's awesome. So we're doing just a huge, gigantic work in the media. 350,000 reached in the last 30 days. 350,000 worldwide in 195 nations reached in the last 30 days. And it will increase. We'll start doing a million a day. No doubt about it. We'll start doing a million a day. And it's going to open up into television. We have uh, interviews with Mastermind Producers, which is a door into television this Sunday at 6 o'clock. That opened up last night. It's an awesome season of increase, but I will never forget you that walked with me in the days of my sanctification to pour out my spirit in all flesh. I will never, You are the vanguard of Joel's army. That's who I consider you that have walked with me through all kinds of thick and thin and warfare. Some of you for 10 years, some of you for one year. The point is, is you are honored and remembered and you will continue to grow with us as this thing gets big, really big. We're going to harvest the whole planet with media. (laughs) That's God's plan with Joel's army, to harvest planet Earth. And so we're hitting Africa as well. We're hitting the occult. But Africa is the ripest place on planet Earth. You have no idea. God said, the first fruits of America, which is us, will harvest the first fruits of the harvest, which is Africa. And I saw a vision, talking to my media manager this morning, of a glory angel our angel of glory, that was one-third the size of the continent of Africa. And it was going back and forth through the middle of Africa, turning, and it looked like a bell angel. It, looked, it was the angel of awakening. It, was a, it had a bell, but it was a glory angel. And it went back and forth across the continent of Africa, right through the middle, coast to coast, back and forth in the vision. And we're targeting Africa, and it's awakening, and it's just the most positive response I've ever seen in media ministry the last 10 years. It's amazing. And I saw the whole continent begin to glow, and I saw their flesh and blood begin to glow. Africa is first fruits. It's being harvested right now. And these next seven years will be an ever-increasing glory through the whole planet, but there's a combination lock to it. You don't just go into the city of London within London and just take out the head of the red dragon. That's not how God's doing it. There is a master combination lock. And you have to lock it by obedience to the spirit of prophecy and the spirit of God the Father in the fullness of virgin love. Virgin love is the key to the great awakening and the great harvest. I'm telling you, the perfect virginity of Jesus Christ has to be formed in your spirits and in your souls and your sacrificed bodies to operate in this realm of harvest glory. Because you will be under a magnifying glass. A magnifying glass. And the days of small beginnings were the days of sanctification of all your spirit, of all your soul, and of all your mind, and of all your strength, what you're attached to in this universe. And so there's all kinds of areas where the enemy could accuse us getting to this level. But since the Father manifests at this level, the enemy is nowhere to be found. You couldn't find an accuser if you wanted to. Try to find an accuser to accuse the white rose canopy of King Jesus Christ. They disappear the moment you found them. The angel will take them away. Amen. This realm is guarded by the warring angels, including Michael. 
the archangel, the chief of all warring angels. This realm of virgin love is the most highly sacred, guarded area in all of heaven. The white rose realm, the extravagant love of the king. (laughs) Nothing defiled can come here, but it will judge everything that's defiled. This level of purity and sanctification and love is the greatest judgment upon Satan and his angels and everything he's done in man for 6,000 years. This is how we cleanse the world. But we're not charging right into the city of London and knocking on David Rothschild's office door and saying, give us the world, because we're not idiots. There's a combination lock of how you undo the curse. So you get the blueprint, you get the revelation, you get the vision, you get the dream. You operate in the excellence of Daniel. You get renewed, you get refined. (laughs) You get totally revelated until you're levitated, operating out of the celestial realm. So understand the process of sanctification. Understand the deliverance of your terrestrial flesh your celestial soul, and the sacrifice of your spirit. I was seeing how God the Father led me into the feast 20 years ago. Today is my 20-year anniversary of being born again. I got born again October 15th, 1999. I got quartered to Minnesota Teen Challenge from Whitefish, Montana. I'm wearing my Whitefish High School Letterman's jacket with my genie in the bottle 4.0, the perfection of the new covenant that's in us, in our destiny scroll to manifest for such a time as this. And I got rubbed the right way by God, and I felt His love, and my spirit came right out of the bottle. This day, 20 years ago. It's true. And I hatched. I felt the shell crack off my soul, and the yoke of my spirit came out of my soul 20 years ago today. I was blinded, couldn't open my eyes, paralyzed for two hours. Four pastors carried me hand and foot, just... 10 blocks away downtown Minneapolis. Put me in an office, drove demons out of me for a couple hours, set me on a couch, I was all alone. 10,000 watts of electricity surging through me head to toes. Heard the audible voice of God over my head. I will make you more high than all the drug addicts and I'll make make them jealous of how high I get you. First day I was born again, felt like I was floating. Totally hatched. And it was all about the love of God that hatched me. You have to feel it physically to be hatched. If you don't feel it in your touch gates, you'll never hatch in a million years. You have to physically feel the presence of the Father's love upon your touch gates in order for the yoke of your spirit to come out of the shell of your soul. It's true. That's how we will hatch the nations. They will feel our love. And if there is even a little bit of misunderstanding, they'll have an excuse to reason it away. Eh, it's drugs, it's alcohol, it's lust, they're harlots, religion. They'll have every excuse, you hear it every day, of why they don't hatch. The soul, in covenant with the fallen angels, spews out the reasons when they encounter this kind of glory of why they won't hatch and why they'll still belong to the devil. But we'll come into such a purity as the vanguard of Joel's army now that they'll hatch, that they'll have no reasoning, they'll have no analytical understanding here of the fall. They'll have no excuses anymore of why they must remain in the cave of their body. Of how this is not God, this is just emotionalism. You've heard all the dumb crap that demons say every day comes out of the mouth of the beast. Like just a a puke every day of my life for 20 years. I've heard the blasphemies of the beast nature. It's disgusting filth. You know what they say. 
That whole realm is getting whacked by this extravagant love. Where they won't have an excuse. They'll just melt and be like, Yep, there is a God, and I feel His love. I'm hatched. I don't know what to do, because I've been denying Him my whole life. They're this is going to hit en masse. It's going to hit Africa, and it's going to really hit the youth of America. The youth of America will get hit like everyone in Africa will get hit. Now, those that are all smart in their own brain in America, listen, they can be melted too. There's hope for everyone while there's still breath in them. We're not here to condemn them. We wish that none should perish, that all should come to eternal life. We leave the 99 and go after the one, but I go after the one with the river. I'm not leaving my throne to go after someone. I sit upon the throne, I release a river, and the river has all angel armies and all the feeling of God's love to wrap your touch senses to hatch your spirit out your souls like an eggshell. Listen, you don't even need to leave your house to touch the world. You get spiritual enough, your spirit be touching everyone in a 500 mile radius easily. You'll be hopping through portals, you'll be jumping through dimensions, you'll be like Elijah on the mountaintops. We don't know where he is. He just rides in a celestial chariot, mountaintop to mountaintop. He could be anywhere in the universe right now. Don't even try to find Elijah. That's how they're going to be towards us. Operate. You're already operating in those gifts. This isn't something you figure out in your brain. This is something you trust in, in your spirit. You have all the ability of God the Father in your spirit. The issue for most of us is we got religious in our brain and we shut down this realm of God the Father in our own bellies. You have the fullness of deity in bodily form the day you're born again, every single one of you. That's written in Colossians 2, verse 10. Indwelling you is the fullness of God in bodily form. It's not talking about Jesus. It's talking about everyone that has Jesus into their spirit. The issue is we became carnally minded, came under the sorceries of Jezebel after we're born again, and we deny that Jesus came in the flesh. We've all blasphemed. Religion is denying that the fullness of deity came into your flesh. That's the spirit of Antichrist, the religious spirit. Saying, I don't have God the Father in my flesh. He's out there, and you become an orphan spirit trying to find it and suck it like a vampire out of other people that know God intimately in their own stomachs. Since I know God so perfectly within my own stomach, people try to vampire off of me and suck me dry because they're not willing or don't know how to develop that same intimacy in their own stomachs. Now, it's okay to feed the babies milk and stuff, but if you're not willing to sacrifice your heart for your soul to go into your own spirit to know God face to face, I mean, that's what the Horror of Babylon is. We deal with the Horror of Babylon every day. The Horror of Babylon is everyone that uses their soul to suck all of the anointing, all of the wine, all of the grace, all of the love into their soul without ever developing their own wine and oil in their own hearts. That's what the horror of Babylon, the rides of seven-headed beast is. So we're dealing with that whole counterfeit realm of externalism, of Jezebel's false Christianity, simultaneously as we are manifesting this intimacy realm, and it will eat their flesh. This intimacy of the true eternal realm of Eden formed on our inside is the release of God the Father's power that will eat their souls, it will eat their flesh. Because they're soulish, carnal, unspiritual, earthly, and demonic. It is written, book of James. And so you eat that carnal-minded unspiritualness of their souls that don't know Him intimately in their own hearts, 
They don't have the John 738 springs. Well, they do have them, but they don't believe they have them, so they don't taste it, and they forfeit their birthright to fallen angels, and they build with buildings made by human hands, and they forfeit everything of the new covenant to Satan and his angels. That's what built Babylon the Great, is bewitched Christians for 2,000 years. It's true. The slaves, slave Christians to Satan and his angels that don't know who they are in Christ, built this current world system. And since we, the covenant people, built it, just like the Israelites in Egypt, we will also take it down. But we're not going to take it down with like doom and gloom. We're going to take down the Canaanites and inherit Canaan. Seven nations of Canaan. Seven principalities of seven mountains of Babylon the Great. Jezebel being their chief leader, riding upon the seven-headed beast of carnal-minded Christians. And we will take them out with this extravagant excellence of Daniel and the love of Jesus Christ the King. It's true. You'll find that every mantle of every prophet that's ever lived is operating through men and women right now and the apostles and prophets. People are like, well, I'm Nathan the prophet. I'm Joel the prophet. I'm Moses the prophet. I'm Elijah the prophet. Every prophet is working here. Every prophet of all time, of all the wisdom of the angels, is working through the leaders in the vanguard of Joel's army already. Already been going on for years. So you need the culmination of the ages, the maturation of the times, of all things that God has done through history past, now manifest, because those things are still working. They're living works. They're good works. They're the works of the Spirit, of the house that God built by the Spirit. And they're operating simultaneously to those who have built in the flesh and those who have built in the soul. So what house will win? What staff will win? Jannes and Jambres or Moses? I mean, it's absolutely no contest. This has already happened before. It was finished before it began. The issue now is getting your mind renewed to the victory of the Lamb and being fully slain to your soulishness that thinks it has something to do with you and not everything to do with the Lamb in you transferring from brain to belly, from flesh to spirit, and sharing in the fullness of his victory is your breakthrough in every area of your life. You must be slain with the lamb. You cannot be afraid to to die. Amen? Sacrificing your flesh, sacrificing your soul, and building up your spirit so that your spirit can be sacrificed to build up everyone's spirit around you. That's the sacrificial nature of God the Father and the Lamb. You see Jesus in His ministry. He was virgin from birth to ascension. That's the key to Jesus' perfect growth in learning all the Father's ways. Sexual purity. I'm talking about virginity on God's level. That doesn't mean you're abstaining from fun. That means you're having the most fun. And if you don't understand, later on you will. Jesus had more fun than anyone else who ever lived. It was. It was more fun. He endured the cross for the fun that was set before him. He had more fun obeying God than anyone that's ever lived. And so will we. Serving the Holy Spirit is the funnest thing you could possibly do in life. It's the most pleasurous thing you could possibly do in life. To deny yourself the pleasure of His virgin love is utter foolishness. It actually cuts you off from the full gush of God. There's a virgin gush of God. People talk about all that stuff in the sexual morality realm, but in the virginity realm of the white roses, there's pleasures at His right hand forevermore. 
The pleasures of Eden far exceed the pleasures of earth. There's no, there's no comparison whatsoever. The issue is faith and experiencing that love. Ephesians 3.19, to come into the full experience of that love, which is far greater than knowledge without experience, it is written. To have the depth of the experience of the gush of the Garden of Eden out of your bowels, through your whole souls, and coming out your face, like Matthew 17, his face was the sun. His face was the sun. What's the sun? His face was the Father. The Father manifesting through his face, and then this Father manifesting in the cloud. The voice and the Spirit, the fullness of the Trinity on the mountain of transfiguration, perfect union with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the sanctification of your sacrifice, spirit, soul, mind, and flesh to walk with the Father perfectly. And these men and women will come forth now. They're called the manifesting sons of God. Partner with this ministry. Help us reach millions of people. We have a a goal this month to raise $10,000. To, to use all for marketing and broadcasting, and we're posting out all the analytics so you can see where your donations are going. Check out our global reach page on our website, redlettermen.com, and donate today. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Amen.